The McElroy brothers are not experts, and their advice should never be followed. Travis insists he's a sexpert, but if there's a degree on his wall, I haven't seen it. Also, this show isn't for kids, which I mention only so the babies out there will know how cool they are for listening. What's up, you cool baby? It's familiar, but not too familiar, but not too Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to My Brother, My Brother, and Me, your headquarters for the free Fred Willard effort. Is effort what we're going with? See, that seems kind of inert. <laughs> I mean, I feel like we we could have had alliteration there, but free Fred Willard fun. Won't you? <laughs> the Willard, w- Willard Wiener Why? What? 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 We lax. McElroy is my middle brother. My youngest brother is Griffin McElroy. This is their Hi. voices. This is Thank what they you. sound like. Hello. Thank you for this. That, the, the lower one is Travis. He, this is... he a few yes. issues. Can, okay. I, can I enumerate my issues? Why don't you recap? Okay. Give us the quick version. Um, Fred Willard went to an adult movie theater and masturbated, and then he got fired from uh, from public television and radio. Right. So, enumerated list of issues. One, uh, fucking lay off. Can two, just chill out. Two, Frederick, listen, a lot of people have been drawing, and by a lot of people, I haven't been following it this closely. I have been, mistakenly, but then I remedied my thought process a lot of people have been drawing comparisons between this and the paul rubens uh jerk off accident incident of 1996 when was it it was early it was 21 years ago for fuck's sake so like deal with it you deal with the fact that someone was born on the day that Wee herman was arrested and can can share a cocktail with someone over the fact that fred willard was arrested for the so, exact same crime back then it was rough. It was rough and tumble because he was a kid, a kid star, and right. he was baiting much like a kid star wouldn't do. Uh-huh. Um, but this was also in 1973. This is, hey Fred, it's 2012, sir. Frederick, you can do this at home. You can do this in front of your computer. Well, see, that brings me to my first issue with the whole thing, which okay. is a pretty broad issue. Mm. Why the fuck are there still adult theaters? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a pretty broad issue. Why doesn't he just get himself a pretty broad? You know, you're a famous <laughs> you're a famous man. You've got some money in the bank. Why don't you go out to the local dancing halls and meet a lady your own age? Yeah. Um I where are these theaters even operating? That's and, that yeah. Yeah. Can I tell you the bigger double question? This is in Los Angeles, right? Yeah. They don't have no other crime to be worrying about. Yeah. Other than my boy Fred Willard trying to hang. Like Go bust some real criminals. I'm willing to bet that wherever in any town there is an adult theater, that adult theater constitutes the CD underbelly of that town. Are, now, are we casting dispersions because he was at this adult theater or because he was 
jerking it so right at this adult theater. I, I've heard people say in his defense that he was not jerking it right. He was uh. just there. And well, the then. he did a walkthrough and saw a famous person and arrested him. No matter what, fuck it. Because, A, if he wants to be in an adult theater, he was, you know, that's his prerogative. He comes from a classic, a cla- the Bronze Age of America, when everybody was jerking off all the time, everywhere, on mm-hmm. everything. It was the greatest jerkeration. It was our greatest generation. Um, but uh, at the same time, even if he was jerking it, what else are you going to do in there? You can't no. fucking play, you can't fucking get out the old iPhone and play Cut the Rope you while someone's on that. Because someone's like, turn off your iPhone, you're disturbing mm-hmm. everybody else who's trying to beat it. Yeah. I, why are the police devoting resources to make this a safe space for people to watch pornography and <laughs> yeah. do nothing? Like, yeah. how hey, dare you? I'm watching genitals be exposed on the screen, sir, not in my face. That's way creepier to me that someone will just sit and, like, appreciate the jugs. Like, yeah. I love watching this girl get rammed, and I'm going to do nothing about it. I, it's a bodily function. I would be it was it, it would be tantamount to someone going into the urinal putting his hands up on the wall and just standing there just <laughs> standing there and staring at it and not doing anything i call the cops on that guy mm-hmm. i think people should be arrested for not masturbating in an adult theater thank you yes because what are they doing it's like being at mcdonald's there's a guy over there taking kid. notes and talking into a tiny tape recorder could you mm-hmm. please eject him from the theater <laughs> there's a real d- weirdo in there note to self Note to self. Vaginas seem to like it when you do this stuff to them. <laughs> I, I can, can I seriously though, like all kidding aside. Yeah. We all have bigger fucking fish to fry than Fred Willard. Can we please let this man live out his days without this embarrassing ass shit on his record? Yeah. Like, we just Another important it? thing, the thing that I, I keep coming back to is who the fuck was he hurting? Like Yeah. You know, I fuck it. He's a genius and he's done some amazing work and I think we were all just a little disappointed because we expect this kind of behavior from Eugene Levy. But <laughs> Fred Willard, Fred Willard, I, just, I don't know, I guess he seems a little bit more wholesome than Eugene Levy, in my mind. Somebody tells me this happens to Eugene Levy. My first reaction is, again? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is it Thursday already? Because Eugene Levy always <laughs> masturbates on Thursday, is that what you're saying? Yeah, Why like do you know this? Why do you know this about him? Do you not read his blog? <laughs> I he's don't. Off, he's, a, he's like a Batman villain. <laughs> He's got, like, a, the most ineffectual uh, crime spree in the world. Uh, leave Fred Willard alone. This is an advice show. My advice, leave Fred Willard alone. But we've got a lot of other people to advise. Uh, let's let's hop right in. My wife and I are leaving town for a week and a half, and some friends of ours have agreed to come and stay in our house to keep an eye on our puppy and whatnot. Should we have them sleep on our bed or on our guest room futon? Our bedroom is the only room with an air conditioner, but we weren't sure if that would be weird. That's from Troubled in Toronto. Mm. Mm. You can tell them, <laughs> you can tell them uh, to sleep wherever you want to. If your bed's the most comfortable room in the house, that's where they're going. Yeah, you'll I never mean, know. I mean, it's not like they're afraid of you checking in. Yeah, they're gonna go wherever's most comfortable. Yeah, human beings are basically like, like cockroaches. Exactly. Is, yeah, they're gonna go where the where the warmth and the the comfort is. Just the let them fear, sleep on your bed. They're, the fear here is that they're gonna they're just gonna get it on in your bed. And right? this is the kind of fear that is destroying Fred Willard right now. People are gonna <laughs> fuck. It's part of life. You came from fuck. You came from fucking. 
Just calm down. You, you were from fuck you came to fuck you shall return. Exactly. If you're lucky. <laughs> the, here's I, I think they're worried about it being weird for the other person too. This is pretty easy. You change the sheets mm-hmm. and you say, hey, we put fresh sheets on the bed. They don't have any of our sex on them. So <laughs> if you could uh, do the same when you leave, just leave the sheets on a, in a sex file. But that is giving them, them permission to just like, just do have sex. And then when you're, when the act comes to perfect blissful fruition, <laughs> just, just jizz everywhere. Just go buck just fucking wild. Everywhere. Just just really express yourself. I like fucking Jackson Pollock this sheet up. Go for it. I and then hang it on the wall for your friends to see you in the return. Yeah, hey. signed in the bottom corner. Hey, troubled in Toronto? Why do you have so many homeless friends? <laughs> Why do you know two homeless people that'll come to your home and just camp out? What's up with these squatters that you're friends with? I I've known people before that have like house sat and like it in, it involves spending the night at the house even though they only lived like four miles away from the house. Yeah. Like go make sure everything's cool, then go home, sleep, come back in the morning. Yeah. Like, or else you need to get a tr- you need to get a chain going where somebody has to come house sit for you. Well, yeah. exactly. That seems else. like it creates a lot of vacancies. Mm-hmm. So All right, this is after watching um, Doomsday Preppers enough. I I. This is not an issue for me. I'm at any moment ready to just walk around my house, flip a switch, and just shut it down. Yeah. Completely secure from the outside world. Shut it down. I don't With need that it. plan, do you have, like, the three things you would grab and get out? No, I have a bug out bag. So I grab do my bug out bag. you just keep your bag. cat in there, or what? Is this, is this, a, a, is this a real show? Okay, yes, it is. Okay. You should listen to the hit TV podcast, Satellite Dish, with Justin and Sydney. We talk about it. But anyway, uh, yeah, it's a real show. People have these. uh, (laughs) They're ready for the Black Swan event that's going to upset the balance. Is the the Black Swan event? They're ready for Black Swan on Blu-ray. Is that the Rogue Planet one? Is that where Rogue Planet comes? Black Swan is basically any, like, oh, fuck, like, Mm -hmm. slow-mo bad news bears sweeping across the the uh the planet yeah but like a, um, if they made a sequel to the remake of bad news bears with Billy <laughs> that would be a black you and you know brendan fraser's the coach you um, know he is oh, i just gotta chill i just got an actual chill i can't tell if that was fear or because it was fucking movie magic <laughs> a little bit of both a little yeah. bit of both green light Oscars. it let's see green light it let's this might be out. the end of the world this is like when it's like when the super collider first got going, people were like, what's it going to do? Change science forever or obliterate everything? Or make Brendan Fraser have a third comeback. Uh-huh. God, how many chances Fraser's that the guy God get? particle, buddy. Can we, take, can we take one of Brendan Fraser's fucking career nine lives and just give one to Fred Willard? Can we float him a, a, a career second chance from, from old Fraser? Because I think he's just... had enough. God, you're right. Brendan Fraser gets more second chances than any. He's on his, like, sixth or seventh chance. Like, the dude makes monkey bone, and someone in Hollywood goes, oh, he can do better. Come on, guys. Come on. Just think of his other work, like Georgia the... No, Adam and E... Nope. Journey to... No, Mommy 8. No, wait. Wait. Gods and Monsters. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Serene McKellen. That was really good. Let's give him another shot. pretty good in Encino, man. 
Mm-hmm. He's pretty good in the one episode of Scrubs that's ever on TV where he's uh, the the brother with leukemia. Yeah. Spoilers. Sorry, sorry, two thousand three. I um, ruined your episode of Scrubs. God, is our next episode going to open up with us starting the Brendan Fraser Defense Fund? Mm-hmm. I what is Brendan Fraser doing now? That's my masturbating in Fred Willard's home. Yeah. <laughs> I had to go to the porno theater. Brandon Fraser was in my jerk room. <laughs> my jerk den. Three things that go bad after three days. House guests, fish, and Brandon Fraser's cum rack. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, George man. of the Bungle. That's the name of my cover band. No, Feel it's it. not. Blast from the past. Keep it. <laughs> no, thanks. Oh, put your monkey bone away, Brendo. I'm yeah, gonna go to the porn theater. <laughs> I'm out of okay. Brendan Fraser movies. You know what I find funny? Just real quick, okay. Brendan Fraser uh, thing. Wrap up your mummy. Okay. <laughs> uh, here's a this Yahoo answer was sent in by uh, Durkinit. Thanks, Durkinit. It's by Yahoo Answers user uh, Oh Joy who asks. If I go away for two weeks, will my horses forget me? Okay, so I've had my horse for over two years, and we've built a really strong bond. And next week, I'm going away for a week, coming back for a couple of days, then going away for another week. And in that time, my friend is going to exercise him. Also, I have a four-year-old who I've got a pretty strong bond with, who she'll be exercising for the first week. Uh, I fucking hope they're talking about a four-year-old horse and not a four-year-old person. Uh, I'm worried that they'll forget me and that they'll prefer my friend to me. I just need some reassurance because sometimes I feel they are the only ones who genuinely like me and I couldn't bear to be chosen over. Oh, no. I'll be seeing the first horse for the couple of days I'm home, BTW. Thank you, XXX. Everything takes a real sad turn right there at the end. Well, well, or right there at the beginning or all throughout. (laughs) It's pervasive, the sadness. Horses can't tell one person from another. Is that... Sh- listen. This listen. is... Fa- no, no. This is 100% fact. To horses, humans are just lumpy skeletons that bring them carrots. They mm-hmm. have no idea where one human ends and another begins. I think they can recognize size, uh, the size and girth of a human. I think they can size them up like that. Oh, yeah, definitely. They got to tell the difference between, like, a jockey and a big fat fatty. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, because... Um, Self-defense. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and they got to be able to tell when somebody, like, bends over to pick something up and they're ready to comically be kicked in the bottom and, like, flung across yeah, the room. or in the head, because horses are <laughs> awful. Um I think all animals are out to kill us all the time. That's just like my opinion. It's not probably not any science behind it, but I think everyone, if you really dig deep into your heart and just like really inception those those sweet pet memories, you'll know it's the truth. Mm-hmm. Um, I is but I, the more I read these fucking horse yahoos, the more I think maybe maybe horses are on some next level shit. You think that they're the one animal where they're like they're starting to approach some sort of relationship well let me throw this out have you ever been nodded at by a horse yeah it's a beautiful moment when you nod back and you're like yeah "Yeah, i know what's up Um, horse i I guess i mean there's some there's got to be some biology to it right like you're the horse is the only animal that you have to put your genitals on that's true (laughs) that's well the only one you're forced to yeah right there are so um, many things, like, just think about the connections. Like, 
Horses have teeth. Humans have teeth. Uh huh. Mm. That's interesting. Hmm. What are you hiding? You know, like yeah. How about it, Uncle Sam? I think you got to put your your junk on the horse to interface with it. Um, that's how you control it by flexing your junk. Yeah. Exactly. There's the, a horse will respond to the slightest shift in junk. <laughs> when you're up, didn't you see up, Avatar? Like that's mm-hmm. how that's how it works. When you're mm-hmm. up on it, there's like there's fear, there's danger, but there's also mm-hmm. trust. There's you know what kegels. I mean? There's kegels and there's trust and fear and danger, and all that blends around. All of that mixes up, and I like it's straight up Equus. Yeah, right. Chinkle, chinkle. Chinkle, chinkle, guys. I think this is. I think. I think horses might be on some next level shit. They're like the dolphins of the land. They're like land dolphins. They're basically <laughs> land dolphins. Hey, do you want to go down the land dolphin races and lay some bets? Me neither. <laughs> that seems inhumane. Let's just let them run free. Why don't we have dolphin races? Just side note. Yes, dolphin races would be fresh. I'd really th- rather watch that than horse racing. I think it's because creating on sea seating is so is so mm-hmm. uh, daunting. Because everyone who would want to watch dolphins race is fat, so yeah. you would. I don't know how you would buoy them. When I you mean, call, you, you would need like mermaid jockeys. Probably see, yeah. Right? If I said dolphin jockey, that kind of sounds like a racist slur, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Or like guess... something you call a scuba diver if you don't like know what that is. <laughs> Very <Yeah>. good. <laughs> Maybe someone, some sort of islander. I don't know. Is it maybe it's like a, maybe it's like a Tongan racial slur. I don't know. I do not know that that. I don't think it's. It's like somebody who's not from the island. You mean like they put yeah. the pineapple on top of their uh, on top of their beef? You know, like oh, you don't put the beef on the pineapple. You dolphin jockey. Yeah. <laughs> Go back to the mainland. Um, Is that your Islander impression, Justin? Yeah, you just say everything slow. <laughs> Go back to the mainland, Dolphin Jockey. You sound like you've lost the ability to have inflection. In yeah, your voice. if the if like the if the Caribbean had like a deep South, and also you were drunk. Take take your <laughs> take your Banana Republic polo and your ability to modulate your voice tone. <laughs> Back to the mainland, Dolphin Jackie. <laughs> now it's becoming like a Charlton Heston Islander. It's well, it, he he played it in it was oh, the sixties. It was a crazy time. They got Charlton Heston. It was like Genghis Khan and John Wayne. You know, they 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 got a white man to play an ethnic role. It was, it was yeah. highly, uh, highly offensive. Um, do you guys think that the bigger an animal is, the more your human capacity to love it is expanded? To an extent. Y- yeah. I don't love elephants all that much. See, that's, I don't love I, don't I love was thinking a T-Rex. I mean like that 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 scares me. Well, those don't those don't and never existed. Um if you I like you guys remember Do you guys remember Operation Dumbo Drop? What, sure, what was sure. the one with Bill Murray? That was Operation Double Drop. Was it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you remember how much he fucking loved that elephant? Sure. Yeah. Not by the, at the beginning, of course, that elephant was a huge hindrance to him right. and his his way of life. Um, when he was trying to crash on crash parties and like sleep on people's couches across the country and just like hang out. Uh-huh. Um I you know he's coming to Austin, right? Oh, I'm I'm going to fucking hunt that Dumbo? dude down. Yeah. No, no, Bill Murray. Oh. No, that elephant's dead as fuck. Elephants have a lifespan of like three years. Yeah, it's it's weird. They're like lightning bugs. 
um, I'm saying maybe that's what's up with horses is that like I could never love my cat as much as I could love a horse because they're they're so much bigger that they're they're I don't know they're more of a friend but that has limits right like okay so you got free willy I can concede that point but when you get up to like the blue whale level I think it becomes harder to sort of there's there's a bell curve for animal size and love the perfect size at which you can love an animal is a horse yeah. As it becomes bigger than a horse or smaller than a horse, you love it less. Does that so think horse sense. is like the most you can love something? I think so. <laughs> yes. Including other people. Yes. Okay. Now the, we're getting And also, somewhere. by the way, before we go any further, uh, a horse is the most you can love something is a bumper sticker trademark of my brother, my brother, and me. Uh-huh. So for for uh, you, uh, you, you amateur uh, horse riders... Uh, don't don't uh, mm-hmm. don't steal that from us. Also, ours. we we've taken uh, my other car is a horse. I'd rather be horsing, and uh, my horse is smarter than your honor roll student. Uh, That's good. We also have the rights to Jess horsing around. That's J E S apostrophe mm-hmm. and J U S apostrophe just horsing around. We do not own the rights to J U S T horsing around. Yeah. That is of course owned by horses. <laughs> Those damn entrepreneurial horses. Horses. Um, I don't travel all that often, but I found it odd that the last hotel I stayed in, there was a spot on the bill for tipping the maids who cleaning the room. Is this a thing? Do people do this? I've never left a tip at a hotel in my life. Am I good? That's from Confused, confused Cheapskate in California. You're probably not good. No. You are not good. You probably tipped wrong. No matter how much you put down, you either put too much or not enough, or you didn't do it at all, or you weren't supposed to do it, and you look stupid. Tipping That's how I feel tipping, every time. Yeah. The last time I went and got, like, an expensive haircut, because, damn it, I'm worth it, I there was a line for, like, tipping, and I had this moment where I looked Oh, you definitely, definitely, you definitely tip a haircut. Yeah, but I didn't know how much was appropriate, because it was a very nice place. Tipping's a trap. Tipping is a trap to make you feel stupid. I we've talked we've really talked is. about tipping a lot, so I don't want to I don't want to belabor this question too much. But uh, if yes, you're just if thing. you're gonna do anything ever, Google it and find out if you're supposed to tip or not. Yeah, I, would I actually, just leave leave some expensive jewelry out on the counter in your room, so the maids know that that's their tip, and they can just like, take <laughs> it when they clean. Hey, left his Game Boy here. He must want me to take it. I I uh I actually had a situation where this came in handy real uh, last weekend. I was in. Uh, Dayton with some friends and we did bad things to a hotel room. We kind of messed it up and I kind of spilled some wine on the sheets and it got a little hairy in there and so I handed the maid a generous tip as she went into the room. Um, <laughs> you fucking paid her off to so forget you were there. To keep a secret. Now, let me revise that story with the truth. Uh, Sydney gave the maid a generous tip and I know bullshit Saw the maid was coming down the hallway and turned around and hid in the elevator because I was so embarrassed with the room's condition. Now, can I ask what you... You're not the fucking... She was going down... Then the maid went in the room. She saw the room. She made some snide comments that I heard from down the hall. And then the maid went to go get a pillow and bring it back to the room. And I, unwilling to hide in the hallway anymore, went into our room and hid under the table. Uh, <laughs> hoping that she would not see me and connect me with those other people that messed up that hotel room so bad. He is actually recording from under said table right now. He's I am still under the table. A week and a half. You are not the fucking. 
wild stallion type. I have to know what you did to this room. There was just so many bottles. I'm boring, but like I, I know cool people. So like there was a lot of drinking, a lot of carousing. Like I said, I spilled. I you spilled can't just wine. say carousing. What is that? I Were brought you guys a bottle a of something called raise the glass to the Bacchanalian gods. Or yeah, like, like, like I, I bought a. This is the kind of night it was. I bought before we went. I bought a bottle of something called adult chocolate milk. Like oh wow, that was literally what it was called, and we drank that, and we played some music and dance. You know, like young people do. Like this is what young people do. And you fell asleep by eleven fifteen. It was four, but yes, basically, I tried to fall asleep, and I every uh, the blow would keep me awake. There was no blow. I wish I don't know how to where to buy that. I just assumed you meant people punching you in the face. No, um, but yeah, like I paid her off, so. If you feel bad about what you did in your hotel room, tips are really good. Uh, because it, it's like, hey, sorry. I think the, guilt- same thing, uh, uh, the same thing applies if you house it for a friend and you bone in their bed. Hand them a 20 on your way out the door. Mm-hmm. Like for I, dry cleaning. I don't know that this is dependent on how much your room costs. But I kind of feel like, I don't know, like a $5 tip per night is like is good. That seems fair to me, right? I mean, I don't, I don't know actually how you figure it out. I don't know what the recommended is. I am, I am going into the fucking lion's mouth of this issue um, next month because uh, my my girlfriend and I are staying at a, a fancy all inclusive resort in Playa del Carmen. Uh, so it's all inclusive. Everything's paid for. So I'm not going to have that twenty percent rule to guide me on tips because you got to still tip people. You know what I mean? Like yeah, if we, you, just need, you need like a pocket full of bills and then stop handing them to them. Literally. Take their hand away. Except I'm going to be in the like chilling in the pool all the time and on the beach. So I can't have like a pocket full of bills. I got to have like a waterproof fanny pack and that's not a good luck. Mm-hmm. Right. You uh, know, if, if you find yourself having questions about this, I recommend the uh, How Stuff Works uh, episode, uh, Stuff You Should Know, uh, How Tipping Works. Boom. Yeah, helped. Consider it, yourself helped. I mean, I know how it fucking works. I take money out of my pocket. That's he more additional. Wasn't talking to you, dog. Added... Yeah, Griffin. And I'm also not talking about the process of removing bills from a wallet. That's what I'm saying. You take so the money much. out and you give it to the man, even though you already gave him money before. It's so you have fucking... the monies and then you give away monies and then you don't have the monies no more. It's not you my fault that they pay you like a joke. Monies. Right. You should demand better wages. You should. I will help you unionize. But this five ski is mine. That, what kills me, well, we've talked about tipping enough, but what kills me is coffee shops where I have no idea how much they're actually getting paid, and I think I'm always getting ripped off. I, I think it's like a dupe. I think away. it's a worldwide dupe. I think everyone who works at, I, I can't even go on with this bit. I have friends who work in restaurants that are going to burn my fucking house down. Hey, I just checked. It's $1 to $2 for a bad hotel, 3 to $5 for a good one. Uh, but don't wait until the last night because... Uh, different people will, will clean your room. So leave a couple of bucks or a few bucks out and leave it somewhere prominent so they'll uh, so they'll be sure to know it's not just stealing. <laughs> like, tape it right next to the wine stains you left all over the bed and wherever uh-huh. you spilled your adult chocolate milk. Put a dollar by every adult chocolate milk stain like you're fucking cataloging a crime scene. Speaking of money, money sound. <laughs> okay. Entendre. It was like a half entendre. Friends, 
Every Friday at 10 p.m. on the IFC, you are going to tune in for Comedy Bang Bang. It's this absurd half-hour comedy show. It only looks like a talk show. It's got Scott Ackerman. I know you're wondering, is the Ock there? He is. Reggie Watts? You betcha. They got great guests like Amy Poehler, Zach Galifianakis, and Seth Rogen. This Friday, they got Elizabeth Banks, and one of the special guests this week is Polly Shore. <gasps> so fuck. maybe they can find out what the phrase is up to from from Polly. It's comedy so nice they banged it twice this Friday and every Friday at 10 p.m. on IFC Comedy Bang Bang. I want to talk about Squarespace. It's a website where you can create your own website or blog in minutes. It's now super easy to use. Uh, they've got all new beautiful templates. Uh, they've got a really responsive design. Uh, your website your website will scale to display on any device. What about iOS, Skype? iOS browser game boy advance sp um they've got an award-winning support team uh go to squarespace.com our listeners get 10 percent off by using the offer code my brother seven that's my space brother space and then the number seven uh go check it out building websites is is difficult but squarespace squarespace can lead you through the desert to the other to the sweet oasis of website success <laughs> beautiful griffin that was a beautiful analogy i was about to goof on that but like it it is really po- it's evocative yeah i can see it in my mind's eye you know yeah yeah that's me i paint i paint i paint pictures with my words that hang in the air Ooh, fuck i can taste it there yeah i can taste the pictures that you said with words mm-hmm. tastes like i words. i'm on salvia it should be noted okay <laughs> We should do an all Salvia episode. It would last four minutes, and it would be yeah. fucking bananas. It doesn't be full of screaming. Uh-huh. Don't like suggest that to people because then that'll be all we hear about. When we get that mm-hmm. Salvia app, yeah. never, never, I'm never doing. We'll that do anymore. our Salvia app and our D and D app at this on the same day. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be great. Special bonus subscribers only. Kickstart that. Kickstart our Dungeons and Dragons Salvia app. Everybody, guys, everybody. Someday we will look back on this time in American history and think, God, I wish I kickstarted something. Yeah. Man, yeah. I wish I got on that gravy train. I keep thinking, like, here, what we should do is kickstart a UK, a, like a UK tour for my brother, my brother, and me. And it's like, who would pay for that? Well, people who come to it. Okay. But I think that at this point in history, people will pay for anything. Yeah. They just like the idea of us doing it, so they'll pay for it. I think it's a UK tour. Time. A UK tour would even demand too much work from our end. I think that we could shoot a lot lower and uh, have our, our ROI, you know, really, really synergize our ROI. Mm-hmm. I completely understood that. Yeah, portfolio. Yeah, how would you How would you synergize the return on investment for this? Oh, you know, gr- gross national product. Mm-hmm. Yo, okay. So you what you have to do, do is you have to minimize your loss risk yeah. while increasing your stock's your st- your stocks yeah. your blue Now chip. would you would you diversify that Griffin? No, no. No, that's a that buzzword was only applicable in the 90s. You got to synergize uh-huh. it. Don't diversify. You want one big good thing. Do you emulsify it? You emulsify it in a tray of butter for about 25 <laughs> to 30 minutes. Don't uh-huh. over emulsify. Uh, I cannot wait until my equity matures. <laughs> I can't wait till we mature. Hey, razor choices, electric or manual? It's from Gmail. I love it. It's short and sweet. Short, sweet, to the point. And 
I am a big believer in the wet shave with a safety razor. That's uh, what it's what our pod father Jesse Thorne suggested on the grooming episode of uh, put this on, uh, and 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 it's a method that I have come to really really enjoy. It's, is the safety razor like safety scissors? No, yeah, it's, it's like a it's, safety pop. It's one of those lollipops with the hoop on it, it's, it's so the dumb kids mis- can't swallow it's a, it. It's a fun. It's a funny name actually because. It, it it's like safety compared to a, a straight razor, but compared to like all other razors, it's wicked dangerous. It like, is safe compared to shaving with a fucking claymore, to shaving right. with a broadsword. Uh, so, but like I I've never experienced any any bad cuts, and it turns shaving into a bit more of a ritual. I mean, you gotta get a brush and you gotta lather up, and you gotta uh, um, you know, you you you've gotta make it so all nice and smooth on your face. You usually do a couple passes. But uh, it's it's worth it. It's it's easier now, see, on my skin. And... As a bearded gentleman, yeah, yeah, I go with the electric because it's better for trimming. Sure, yeah, I can and see it that. also I have a very sensitive neck, and the manual just gives me the razor burn. You know, the electric, no problem. Travis, the electric your neck, eats your face. Your neck is looking a little fat lately. How dare you? I'm just saying. I've I've been doing neck kegels. Okay. <laughs> Um, my neck is as tight as a as an eighteen year old's. Oh God! Do you Ugh. know what I do? What? What? Uh, I do electric on the weekdays, and I go straight razor on on the weekends. I like mm-hmm. that. I like it. That. It, it keeps it from being too much of a chore, too much of a routine. The problem I I used to be all straight razor because Justin got me that for my birthday, I think. And uh, I really like it, but the problem is that it takes a while. It takes like three times as long. It's just like dragging a Mach three across your stupid face. Um, and so like it was, you know. Wait, just so I'm clear, when you say electric, do you mean like a vibrating Mach? 3 I mean a vibrator. You... I just rub like a vibrator that I got from Extreme Restraints <laughs> across my face until the hair. Uh, you're not uh, talking or, about those crazy, like, spinning circular blades, right? Like, we can all agree that's crazy. No, yeah, that's... no, I've got, like, a beard trimmer set yeah, thing. Yeah, don't put a... I, I, I shouldn't have to say this. You shouldn't put some sort of alien thresher on your fucking... <laughs> on your grill, you dumbo. Don't put that there ever. Shave it. Um, What the fuck do those vibrating razors accomplished by the way uh their skin goes like oh that's uh, nice i'm gonna stick the hair out farther yeah it arouses <laughs> it arouses the hairs yeah it arou- it gives your hair a boner yeah i was just ready for like everybody in in the world to like simultaneously realize that that was bullshit no like, dog i swear to god it's all i can use i swear to god you can't go back on that it gets you it gets your shit so smooth what are you talking about, Griff? That vibrating Mach 4 or oh, 5. Oh, that is so good. I mean, when I was using, back in the day, when I was still using, uh, you know, those kind of multi-edged razors, the it, the vibrating Mach 3 is, is, a, is a fine choice. It's a um, treat. It's a real treat. Well, see, um, but I like the beard trimmer because the electric, I can set it at a line and just use such a clean line all the way across. Yeah. And use it at the same time to keep my beard manageable and not looking like a wizard. I'm not going to – first off, you should really chase that that look. Um, I'm not going to hate – I do it my way because it's fast on the weekdays when it's working time. And then on the weekends, I can luxuriate in a nice – I'll take a nice, long, hot shower and then luxuriate in like a – with like a fifteen-minute wet shave, and just really, it's like a, it's like a sharp massage. And it's the only, real good. 
the only other problem with wet shaving is when you're traveling. Uh, mm. Yeah, there's a lot of accoutrement. Well, it, the accoutrement is not as much the problem as the fact that you can't bring razors. If you're doing carry-on, you can't bring a safety razor with you. It's never really. I mean, there's no context in which they are cool with it. Yeah. Uh, I've gotten it through once or twice, just like leaving it in the razor. But they are very because it is like a. I mean, it is a. It's wicked dangerous. Yeah, it's a, it's a short knife. I mean, I I really want to bring back like the like Sweeney Todd style straight razor. You know, can is that can I do that? I'm you sure definitely can. Hipster, yeah. hipster doing it somewhere. No, I want to do it unironically. Too late. <laughs> Everything is ironic. It's 2012. Fuck. Um, Griff, Griffin, hit me. Here's a Yahoo. This Yahoo was sent in by Brett Townsend. Thank you, Brett. It's by Yahoo Answers user Tori Bailey, who asks, How could I ask my gynecologist out? Actually, he is not my gyno. My doctor transferred me there because of my enlarged ovary. We are trying to find out what is wrong with my bladder, and he keeps sending me back. I had a pelvic exam once, and I kind of liked it. But before that, we was talking and laughing. I noticed we both looked back at each other when it was over. He was kind of checking me out. I was scared to look back because I didn't want him to think I liked him then. I attracted to him a lot, and he's so cute. I just went today, and he wanted to do an exam again, but my little sister was with me, so he rescheduled it. IDK. Yeah, he was checking you out. Um, like, literally. When literally. he did the exam, I was nervous because uh, I was laughing when he was inside me. It kind of tickled. Is this Fifty Shades of Grey? This is what Fifty Shades of Grey is about. I can't go on with this question. I can't either. Um, How do you... I'm sorry, ladies, but how do you maintain the mystique in a dating relationship (laughs) when the guy has already gotten to eighth base? Like, he He has... (laughs) Not only that, but in the most, like, clinically detached way. Yeah, right. He has cartographed your vagina to an extent that he is bored with it forever. Right. He literally knows you better than you know yourself. He has drawn a depth map of every molecule of your bathing suit area. He has carved his initials into your cervix. Mm. That's probably... (laughs) He could find your uterus with his eyes closed. I don't think... And (laughs) will. What is the practical... God, where's that uterus? (laughs) Oh, no, the power's out. Yeah. It's the black swan. I need a place to hide. Let me get up in that enlarged uterus. Oh, man. Oh. Um, yeah, I could see this. I could see this being an issue. Yeah, you think? <laughs> yeah, do you think it could That's be That's like issue? me saying I'd like to ask out the, the poor young doctor who had to give me, you know, stick his finger up my butt. Like, Oh, man. That poor guy. Hey, but hey, guys, see, if the roles, I feel like if the, the if the roles were reversed, nobody has to get prostate exams anymore. Oh. Sydney just told me that's the new thing. That's no not more true. prostate exams. It's no. fine. You don't you don't need to get them now. Now it's it's a lot more anecdotal. It's like so. How's your prostate? And you say it's good. It's good. It seems it's good. good. Um, it feels fine. I don't actually I, know if that was true. That I, I was sort of half it's, listening. It can't be true. Go get your prostate checked right now, even if you're 15. Um, <laughs> I think. I think if the roles were reversed... Make sure it's was, a doctor! This is a female doctor, a female penis doctor. I feel like uh-huh. there wasn't any mystery there to begin with. Everyone knows how that works. A vagina is, like, inside you, and it's like a maze. It's like right. a hedge maze like with a, a minotaur maze, in the basically. middle of it. Mm-hmm. And the minotaur is pleasure. You took a hard left there, the anger of it. 
Fred Willard is listening to this podcast right now, just jerking off his wiener. <laughs> Hopefully for the privacy of his own Starbucks on the corner. Um, I don't think there's any way you can have that conversation with somebody. I do not think, I think when you have a person inside you, you can't, clinically, when a person is in you clinically, there's no way to flirt. Wait, no. how about this? Hey, time out. Why don't we finish this over drinks later? Yeah. Yeah. If a person is in you clinically, the bigger concern is that you'll flirt. That's, yeah. That's the big, hey, why don't you do this? Why don't you look at him and say, you've seen the trailer. You ready for the future presentation? <laughs> <laughs> and if he's not down with that, he was never meant to be because he's not a cool dude. Oh, God. Mm. You gonna just keep coming to the open house or are you gonna make an offer? Yeah. <laughs> you gonna keep trying the sample nuggets or you can get an eight pack? You sicko. <laughs> oh. Oh, God. You gonna keep taking my taking these sampler platters to springtime Oreos? You just gonna go buy a package? That happened to me last week. It was awesome. Um. Oh, God. I don't yeah. think you can. I don't think you can tell if a person likes you or not when they're when they're up ends. You know uh, what I mean? Yeah. yeah. There's no signal. There's they can't send you signals, or maybe they can. Maybe gynos are like I've never. Oh no! I, oh don't don't. No no no! I'm just saying. I'm just it. saying. There's got to be a fucking smooth ass gynecologist out there. There has to be Jude Law PhD, and he's up in you, and he gives you a look, and you're like, holy shit. Like I think this dude is it I, on. I I think it might be on. This is happening. This is well, happening uh, for real. Ms. This Smith, time. it seems everything checks out. And on a personal note, nice, nice stuff in <laughs> Nicely there. Nicely done. All really of, good stuff. All of you, it. You uh, you cannot lose with the stuff you use. Mm-hmm. I I really enjoyed that. Personally, speak clinically speaking, I love Listen, your stuff. Listen, from a professional standpoint, neat hymen. <laughs> Is that the first time we said Hyman on the show? Yeah, confetti shot out of my mind. <laughs> so like... I've got a banner hanging up. They just fell. <laughs> you've it, the banner just says you've said all the words, <laughs> <laughs> all the words that you should not say. You've said all of them. You said all the words. I've got a little checklist here. It's like mm, let's see, uh, Mons Pubis. Yep, Checkerino. Yep. yep. Smegma. <laughs> Smegma. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, episode 17, Smegma. And Griffin, you said jizz earlier. Yeah, I did. Check that. Labia, labia, yup. Yep. <laughs> hey, my friend is trying to get me to go to a hip hop dance class. I can't dance. I don't know anything about hip hop. How do I lame out of the situation? Or should I put on my Nikes and just do it? P.S. I don't have Nikes. <laughs> That's from Mindy in Columbus, Ohio. Step one get some Nikes. Yeah. Get some Nikes. Hey, let me throw this out, guys. It's 20 does. If someone asks you to go to a hip-hop dance class, if someone asks me, I would probably do it once. You do it once. Don't ever do it again if you don't dig it. But, like, how will you know if you don't like hip-hop dance classes? It sounds also, like Also, if your friend is persistent, going once gives you an out later to be like, no, I went Listen, and tried that, and it was bad, and I don't want to do it again. I hated that. Because if you don't go, they're just going to keep asking. When you... Uh, two, you say no. Three months from now, you guys are at the club. Your friend starts fucking crumping mm-hmm. so hard. Losing it. 
yeah. so hard that like people, dance battle erupt. People like, are right? physically. You've got to pop and lock for your territory. People are being pushed back by the crump waves that are coming off of your friend because they're just pounding it so fucking hard. Um, they're you're gonna, crumping and you're cramping. Yeah, their style just by being there. Just do it. Just you might like it. it. Now I do have to say I'm being very I'm being very positive about this. If I'm at a hip hop dance class, the first time the teacher's like, Justin, can you pop that and or lock it a little harder? I'm like, I'm out skis. My hands can, are Justin, there. you're bruising that move. I need you to bust it. I need to <laughs> I need to stop you both right here because I don't think either of you have watched a hip hop music video in the past fifteen fucking years. Because I do not think popping and locking it is still a thing that is commonplace. I do not think in a new Chris Brown video people are moving like robots. Are people still busting a move? That is no. No. Do they drop it like it's hot? Young MC no. took that one to the fucking grave, dog. <laughs> they take it to the floor? Now, now spin touch their toes? Now put some cardboard on the floor and spin around real fast. Oh, yeah. Do they do that head spin thing where, like, they kind of say, woo, woo, woo. Uh, Pardon you me. Do they do it like a tornado? T- teacher, uh, uh, would you like to see my Tootsie Roll? No. <laughs> no. I wouldn't because it's fucking 2012. It is not 1999 anymore. I don't need you to teach me how to Dougie, but I would appreciate some notes on how to improve it. <sighs> Charlie Brown. Nope. It's not. <laughs> it's super not. Psst. When do we start working on the electric slide? We never did. Never will. Never did that. Can't. It was never a thing. Can, excuse me, teach. Can you teach me how to do that move that the guy in the fishing hat does where he shakes his head really fast and it looks like he's <laughs> vibrating? <laughs> I think it's in Breaking 2. Teach. Teach. When do we start the partner work with the brooms? <laughs> what? What are you talking Is about? That, are you having, two? You mean Fantasia? Well, no, but now, yes. Uh, teach, pardon me, when do, we, when do we get the lesson about dancing on the ceiling? <laughs> That's going to uh, go on all night. Teach, when do we start the Jamiroquai work? Uh, now Friday we have a Jamiroquai workshop. Uh, we do have the room where the floor is a giant treadmill, so everyone we're gonna have a lot of fun. Yeah. Don't bring don't bring your bags in, please. Do not bring your bags, but do bring in your gigantic hats, like Mr. Jamiroquai would wear. Did you guys know that the lead singer of Jamiroquai was just named Jamiroquai, and it was just him? Now is that true? No. Why did you? He lie? was actually the last of the Jamiroquai Indians. Exactly. <laughs> Oh, Christ. My older sister recently watched Kick-Ass and decided she wants to be a real-life superhero. I don't want to discourage her. Just the opposite. I want to help her get it, and 20 does. And if that involves helping her dress up in a costume and fight crime, then so be it. What can I do to help her get ready for her career as a crime fighter? Also, she hasn't come up with a name or theme for a persona, so any... I'm sorry, I said persona really bad. Let me try again. Persona. So any and all suggestions will be welcome. Aiming to be my sister's Alfred is the name of that question asker. First of all, I'm 100% behind this. No. This is, uh, what? Okay. See, we got conflicting opinions. This makes for good radio. It depends, on, <clears throat> it depends on how active your sister wants to be in the crime fighting process. If, if, she, wants to, if she wants to be, you know, a, a watcher... A, a lookout for crimes and then contact the authorities 
fucking open a newspaper and find any time where somebody being a vigilante ever turned out to be a good thing. No, but I think there's things like, you know, walking with people so that they're not walking by themselves late at night and jumping from rooftop to rooftop. Okay, but how long... That's going to keep your sister satisfied for maybe three days, and then she's going to go fucking full-blown George Zimmerman. Like, that's this, that's how this arc terminates. That's the fear. That's, that's not the, the fear. fear. That's the fucking 100% definite reality, unavoidable consequence. Uh, for, okay, first, let us say, don't do this. Secondly, when you do... First thing you gotta get is a taser. That's like a superpower, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, but, yeah. And then you tase somebody because you think they're committing a crime. Oops, they have a heart murmur. Dead. They weren't committing a crime. They were buying a fucking gumball from a gotcha gotcha machine. You stupid. So I think electric so this, electric oh. glass is both way. Electric glass is a bad idea. Okay. You know who's a good you know who's a good crime fighter? Yell yell for the cops, girl. <laughs> Hey! Hey, God. I think this guy's committing a crime. 911. Cops show up and he's buying a fucking gumball. At least you didn't kill him. <laughs> Not like Electric Glass who we have in the back of the police car. Uh, uh. Here's the good news. We are a society that now spends 17 hours per day on average watching reality television and eating Thai food. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is basically the only two things that any of us do. We've gone thi- grown thick and slovenly, uh, but from the from our disuse of our physical forms, if you take like a spinning class two times a week, you're basically a superhero. Like you yeah. are, if you bother to be even a little bit physically fit, you are you are moved to the level of, of that super superheroine. I've had a brainstorm. Okay. Okay. What if you were a non-crime fighting superhero? You were just a lazy superhero? No, no, no. No, no, no. You were a much more like activist superhero. You were like Recycle Girl or Captain Vegetable. No, then you're Captain Then you're Captain Fuck Clean Off. Your cat <laughs> then you might as well be like, "Ah, Sergeant, don't tell me how to live my life because that's I don't want your guidance. You're in a leotard." I like Justin's idea of you can be a superhero just by being a little bit better than everyone else. If you've had a Twitter account for over a year and haven't said something shitty on it, congrats, Superman. Way to go. <laughs> nice nice willpower there, Hal Jordan. Do you, do you uh, never let the people who try to get around traffic jams by scooting up it on the berm, if you never let those people in... You're a superhero. Oh, if you do that, like, half over the line thing so people can't get around, everyone behind you is, like, superhero. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that guy's a superhero because he's not letting oh, any Oh, if you guff. have figured out a way to politely honk at someone who doesn't realize the light has turned green, but you don't sound like a dick, you're a superhero. No, wait, that would that would be, like, an inventor-type superhero who invents a horn that's just like, uh, excuse me. Pardon? No, 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 it's more that, like, you found the exact right length of time to press the horn. Oh, so it's just, just like, meh, pop. So they're, they're confused. Enough. Like, was that a honk? Oh, the light changed. Oh, hey, oh my. Uh, is this the is this the honkster hotline? I need you to come by and honk at somebody. He's been at this green light through seventeen lights. It's it's, it's been three hours. <laughs> oh, he's might be dead. Hold on. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's dead. He's God dead. He's damn dead. an electric glass. <laughs> what a rape! This car birth. is stolen. Bazap. Oh wait. Ah uh, fuck. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs>
I'm willing to bet that in real life there's not a lot of banter. Yeah, <laughs> there's not like stop right. I don't want to stop. I'm a criminal. <laughs> there's there's the banter. I want I want to keep robbing. God damn it! I want to keep robbing people because I'm a robber. <laughs> so this away. is what I like doing. I like I like to rob people and steal their things and have them for myself without working for them. Whenever I see somebody doing anything wrong, not even like a crime, but like I don't know, they roll past the stop sign too fast. Uh, my immediate reaction is not like, "What's wrong, buddy? Can't read." It's always like, "Oh fuck, fuck! Oh god! Oh god!" <laughs> Wait. Oh, here I've got a great persona. Okay. Boomerang lass. Because when you see something happening, you go away mm-hmm. and come back later when they're gone. <laughs> yeah. That's, hey, what's up? I'm Bad Samaritan. <laughs> you could just hang around the grocery store and, like, help people. Mm-hmm. If you, I, I'll tell you the superhero I need. I need cooking suggestions, superhero. I'm, like, looking at three different kinds of pasta. Just tell me what fucking pesto to get so I can get out of here. I don't know anything about pesto sauce. Help me. That's a superhero I could get behind. Sure. What about a superhero that always helped me find a convenient parking space? I don't exactly know how that would work, but let's workshop. In Over Austin, here. in Austin, on some of the busier streets, uh, homeless people will help you. They'll just like stand on the side of the, like they'll stand on a corner and just like point you to where an open parking space is. Really? Yeah. That's awesome. And I always, and then they come up to you and they're like, "Hey, man." You're like, hey, you know, get, and you give them some money because they basically just valeted for you. And then you, and then you say, you actually, I'm gonna give you something better than that. I think you're a superhero. Mm-hmm. Bye. Put a, put a cape on them. Like, yeah, I'm super hungry. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. Bye. I think you're a hero in my book. <laughs> Flat you, man. I think you're a hero. Um, Captain I... Ill-fitting charity T-shirt. <laughs> you're my number one hero. <laughs> When I uh, when I worked at GameStop, once I got robbed at gunpoint, and before they robbed me, they asked if we had any PlayStation threes in stock because it was right when the PlayStation three came out, and I lied because they had their hoodies pulled up over their faces and their hands in their pockets, so I knew that robbing was about to happen, and I lied and I said no, we don't have any PS threes, and we had a bunch, and then they robbed us and took our money, but not our PlayStation threes. I guess my question is, am I a superhero? Well, you're yeah. super dumb. That well, was really dumb, but I think maybe, I'm really proud of you. But at the end of the day, they didn't get entertainment. Do you know and what how I, long before you were fired from that job? I wasn't fired. I quit of my own volition. I was awarded the Medal of Honor from Huntington's mayor. <laughs> the, game, the GameStop Medal of Honor. He's like, yo. Which those... is actually just a copy of Medal of Honor. <laughs> <laughs> the mayor was like, those guys were trying to, those guys were trying to play... You know, Heavenly Sword. Those guys are trying to call get their Call of Duty on, and you stop them from doing that. And we appreciate that minor inconvenience that you almost traded your life for. <laughs> Please take this copy of Medal of Honor. When they pull the, when they, did you actually see the gun? Yeah, dog. They pulled out the fuck. I, I've got a gun. Trust me. Shh. Guess what's in here? You don't want to know, but it's a gun. When, when they pulled out the gun, what was your res- what was your response? Like what was my your immediate first, response? Your it was, first impulse. It was very, I mean, the first impulse was, can I kick over this counter? How high can my kicks get? Uh, How high and lethal would this kick be if I delivered it? And that impulse lasted for maybe uh, a thousandth of a second, which I think is pretty brave. (laughs) 
Um, and then it was, oh god, why did I lie about those PlayStation 3s? I hope they don't go in the back. Help me, Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> Leap into action, Mario. Cut out. Yeah. Uh, oh shit! Uh-huh. This has been our comedy podcast, my brother, my brother, and me, uh, where we take your questions and turn them alchemy like into wisdom. Thank you, to people tweeting about the show with the M B M B A M hashtag Amoebit, Dave, your fave, Deferia, Gunboater, Game Beast two three four five six, Sonic Orb Studios, uh, Terrence Fox, Frosty Plum, Red Elephant, Why You No Good, James Letter, Fabled Few. I'm AI, damn it. Uh, of course, our friend Brendel Floss, SB Pants, Koi Moore, everybody, me can tweet. Uh, thank you so much for tweeting about the show. If you want to share our program with somebody, why not tweet a link to our sampler? It's bit.ly forward slash it's Um It's a great way to get other people on board with the program. Best way how we have of growing. Uh, also, if you haven't seen yet, they announced the Max Fun Con East lineup. And it's pretty amazing, um, and it includes a lot of great names like John Hodgman and Dick Cavett and the Stop Podcasting Yourselves guys. But more than that, Michael Ian Black is going to be there. And how I'm mad super are you? <clears throat> so mad. So if you haven't got tickets, I think there are still some available. So go get them now, MaxFunCon.com, and you can uh, get all the information there. Uh, I want to thank John Roderick, Long Winter, for the use of our uh, theme song. It's a departure off the album Putting the Days to Bed. Uh, thank you, John Roderick. You can pay him back by giving a listen to Roderick on the line. It's his podcast that he does with uh, Marilyn Mann from You Look Nice Today. It's fantastic. If, you, if you would like to send us a question about something going on in your life, you need advice, uh, or you'd like to send us a link to a Yahoo Answers question uh, that you that strikes you as funny, uh, email it to mbmbam at maximumfun.org. Uh, also, uh, listener Ryan Mount emailed us to point out, we talked last week about a roller derby name of Hanna-Barbaric, and I was corrected in that there already is a Hanna-Barbaric right here uh, working with the Cincinnati Roller Girls, so I want to give a shout out to my girls at the Cincinnati Roller Girls. Keep up the good Now, when you say faces. your girls, you mean oh, yeah, women that tight. you've never, ever, ever, ever met before? I've actually I met a couple of them. One of them worked <laughs> at our theater for a while. Okay. And I want to give out to the Chemical Valley Roller Girls. What up? That's my team. I bet the Cincinnati Roller Girls could kick your Roller Girls' asses. Well, maybe they'll have a bout and <gasps> whip it. Figure it out. A throwdown showdown? Throwdown showdown. This final uh, Yahoo answer was sent in by Krista Whale. And thank you, Krista. It's by Yahoo Answers user Man, who asks, In Home Alone, why did the cameraman just film everything and not call the cops? <laughs> I'm Griffin McElroy. This has been my brother, my brother, and me. Kiss your dad. Square on the lips. Keep your heart three stacks. Keep your heart. Hey, keep your heart three stacks. Keep your heart. Man, these girls are smart. Three stacks. These girls are smart. Play your part. <laughs>